whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 11, episodes 32 and 33, Underneath It All. And Kelsey, will you please read us the YouTube summary? Sure, it is. Nice and short. It's a new year at Degrassi, and Fiona kicks things off with an exclusive party. Claire and Jake feel closer than ever, but are they ready for sex? Jesus. Jesus, indeed. <laughs> Was there even a C-plot in this episode? Uh, I don't remember Truly because I watched it remember. at least a week ago. Same. Also, FYI to all the Panthers out there, I forgot my notes today. Oh, C-plot was Katie has a sister. And that's oh, a thing. yeah. Maya. Yeah. Is it the Maya Zig yeah. thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We meet Zig. We do. Who looks like an infant. He does. He looks like a child, but also he looks like someone I would have had a crush on in my freshman year of high school. Oh, totally. Because we met Zig in a movie, (laughs) correct? Yes. And he does not look like an infant in that movie. No. Also, I think he's dating Fiona in real life. Yeah, he is. Yes. uh, Annie Clark, like, Instagrammed him yesterday. And I was like, (laughs) oh, that guy. They Instagram each other all the time. I was like, oh, he looks like a grown-up now. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So, yeah, I forgot my notes today because we're recording at Kelsey's and I brought everything except for my notebook. So this is going to be interesting. Kelsey's going to lead the show today and (laughs) apparently speak in the third person. Honestly, I kind of like when I get to navigate because then I don't feel like I'm trying to read and listen at the same time. There you go. Now I just get to sit back and let you lead me. Yes. (laughs) And I can sit up. And I can try to remember. I can't tell you if I'll remember anything fashion related, but or even how the episode starts. So, oh, and the episode is called Underneath It All, which is a 2001 song by No Doubt. Um, this is about when No Doubt started to get really not good. Yeah. This is in the era of like hella good. Yeah. Which ironically, and not hey good. Baby. And Hey Baby. Although, <laughs> Hey Baby is kind of fun, but... I don't know. This is like I don't this mind is when hella good. This, this is when no doubt started to really take a nosedive, and then yeah. they broke up. And then after this, did, did they did they that it's my life cover? Yeah, is that around this time too? Yeah, which I think played on the end, if I remember I'm correctly. Sure. That sounds right. Yeah, and then Gwen went solo, and then that was a whole other thing. And now she dates Blake Shelton. Ugh. Oh, Gwen yeah. Stefani. Anyway, I miss your fake braces and your pink hair. <laughs> Were the braces fake? I don't know. <laughs> Unclear. I'm not sure. I feel like it was a style choice, but maybe not. Yeah. Although I, mean, I, I don't, I don't miss your fake cultural appropriation, Bindi. Or the hair Juku girl appropriation. Oh yeah. Weird well, yeah, thing. but I don't miss any part of that Gwen. <laughs> I'm talking like '90s Gwen when she wore a Bindi and was like, Oh yeah, this I remember that thing. too. <laughs> Gwen's funny. I feel like we've said it before, but she is, in hindsight, pretty not problematic. <laughs> she's definitely problematic. She's not, like, openly offensive, but she's definitely problematic. Yeah. Anyway, how did the episode start, Kelsey? I need your help. <laughs> I watched Sorry. this a week ago. I'm on- I- 
we're with sorry we're with the dog the is, dog we have the dog with us today so so it's she's she just walked on my back so <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's gonna be a time she's she's loud um it's fine whatever <laughs> just insisted on jumping off the bed for no reason all right uh starts off new school year and uh jake and claire are sexting basically in the car with God. his dad and jake's dad is so jake asks uh his no jake's dad asks jake if he like has a new girlfriend or because he's like who are you texting your new girlfriend oh, yeah. which like you know, I get it. Like fatherly jibing, whatever. But also weird in front of Claire. Yeah, right. Yeah. They like, even though they're like siblings now, technically, which again, fucking weird. Weird. Um, they did date like a couple months ago in your brain. Like maybe let's not bring it up in front of her, even if. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's a real like Serena Vanderwoodson and Dan situation when they were step siblings. <laughs> Truly. Also, can I just say in the Gossip Girl books, which were extremely bad, there was in a later book like a plot point where um Blair hooked up with her stepbrother who was not really a character in the show, I don't think. Didn't Serena hook up with Blair's stepbrother or future stepbrother on the show? At some I point. don't remember. Was he an artist in the books? He was kind of a hippie and he had white guy dreads. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I only I did not read the book, the Gossip Girl books. I tried reading the first one before the show came out and then I was like, eh. <laughs> They're extremely bad. I would not recommend it, but I was really into them in like sixth grade. Yeah, I tried reading the first one when I was in, like, 10th grade, so that also could have been part of why I didn't stick with them, too. But I did watch the show, so I don't know. Maybe it's a different beast, I'm sure. Oh, no. Trust me, the show was great. Yeah. Well, the show was good. The show show was was fine. The show was a fun time. It was a good CW show. Yeah, it was a really fun time. I loved the show for, like, the seasons that I watched. Um, (laughs) I kind of fell off when they started going to college. I mean, isn't that how it always goes? (laughs) Yes, except for with Buffy. I'm still, I'm still, I'm doing a Buffy. That's how far. Right that's now. how far I made it. I still need to go back and finish it. I'm like in the middle of a Buffy rewatch right now. It's been really. Oh yeah, I think I've time. noticed that on my Hulu. Yeah, it's, it's like keep watching, and Buffy's on there. I'm like, I mean, I haven't watched it in a while, but no, that's me. If if you see Buffy or Unsolved Mysteries, that is me. Oh yeah, I have noticed that as well. Yeah, I have been rewatching the OC. Although I made it to the season finale of season one, but I like can't bring myself to finish it because it ends so annoyingly. But then I'm like, but then I get to go to season two, which is the best season. So I don't know. I'm like waiting for you to finish your OC rewatch so I can start rewatching the (laughs) OC because I don't want to interrupt your flow. Fair. Although I have kind of pressed pause on it and I've been watching something else that I'm probably going to recommend at the end of this podcast. Um, So anyway... Claire and Jake are sexting each other in the car, and it's weird. And his dad is asking him about it. I truly do not remember what happens in this episode, so I am really going to need no, you to help me. It, it's weird. It's a thing. It's happening. Then they get out of the car. He drives away, and they start kissing, and it's gross. Blech. And Marisol is like, ew, that's disgusting. Aren't they like <laughs> brother and sister? And I was like, Marisol, agreed. The only time I've agreed with Marisol. Seriously. Also, you were right. Her car is cute. I just, like, I noticed it. In oh, one. yeah. Marisol's car is cute. Real cute. And then Katie is in the car with Marisol because they are literally inseparable. Mm-hmm. And she was like, 
we have to go. My sister made me late, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Katie has a sister. And then she, there she is in the back seat. Yay, we meet Maya, who I kind of like. <laughs> I really like Maya. And yeah. also, she wanted to go to an arts high school, which, like, girl, same. <laughs> That's not always how that goes, but uh, would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, and we learned that Maya is in band. Yeah. And does this happen before or after the credits? Or I don't know when on the timeline this happens, but she goes into the band room. Oh, that's after. So okay. the next thing um, is Fiona and her mom. And I want to get into Fashion Police. Okay. Um, <laughs> Fiona has that, like, real, real flat iron hair yeah. that was in it this time. Super straight, middle part, flat ironed hair. I didn't mind it. Allegra watched this with me. She hated it. <laughs> I didn't mind it either. I'll, although, like, with as a person with, like, naturally very curly hair that has a lot of trouble straightening it, I really wish I, like, I always wanted, like, the flat iron straight hair. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, Tristan is wearing an, a scarf that I can only describe as, <laughs> um, like, Hollywood director or circa 1920s, but, like, very <laughs> colorful. Um, I also love Tristan, by the yes, way. Yes, agreed. Um, I hated Fiona's party outfit. I don't remember what it looked like, but I remember <laughs> that I hated it. I think I hated it, too. Uh, Imogen, her, oh, her party, party outfit. outfit. The one that she originally came in was a Crazy. lot. It was um, like a tutu, right? It was a tutu, which was definitely like a scene girl look maybe a little earlier than this, but I that I didn't care for even when it was a thing and I was like in that kind of whatever um but she had a zigzag part oh yeah which which is very like early 2000s early 2000s I always had a zigzag part it was like did around, you yeah it was around it was really hard to do with my hair it was around <laughs> or, well I didn't always but I did often it was around the era of like hair crimping like that's yeah, when yeah, the zigzag like, part was a thing butterfly clips and yeah it was like 1999 it's very Lizzie McGuire through like 2004 basically yeah. um but also her Fiona party outfit like for Imogen Imogen looks great. She looks great. Like, real good. Yeah. I was like, oh, Sean, I get it. <laughs> Basically. Um, Let's see. And then I have a note that says, ew, bad lingerie, but I don't know what oh, that's referencing. Claire, like, brings a teddy to fucking school. Oh, right. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wrote, ew, bad lingerie. Which is so weird. She's like, do you think Jake will like it or... I don't even remember. I, I don't even it, remember the she shows context. It to Jake. Yeah, and I was like, she's like ready what? for tonight, and I'm like, why are you bringing this to school? I I want to tell a personal anecdote, but I don't know if it's like too personal. <laughs> Did you bring lingerie to school? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, ab- no, not even I. Absolutely not. That is too much. That's that so is weird. Um, no, I'm not going to tell a personal <laughs> anecdote about a teddy, but please know that. Teddies are hilarious. <laughs> They're, so <weird. laughs> They're so funny. Um, and then at the end, Imogen is wearing overalls, and I enjoyed them. I took a lot of notes for this episode. I probably did too. I'm actually like really <laughs> upset. Says wistfully. <laughs> I'm actually really upset that I forgot them because more so for the next episode because next episode is like because spoiler alert we're gonna record two episodes in a row so I won't have my notes for next episode either but next episode I remember writing down so many Tristan quotes and I'm really bummed that I won't get to like relive them I'm sure I have some in there and it'll it'll jog your memory (laughs) um so yes uh fashion police over unless you remember anything nope 
cool. <laughs> um, so we're in the car with Fiona and her mom, and I love their relationship Yay. so much. And her mom's like, because Fiona's kind of freaking out because Holly J's gone, and she's like, I have no friends except, girl, you still have Eli. Yeah. Um, and But she's like, you know what? I'm going to do great this year. I'm going to, like, maybe I'll be a cheerleader. I don't know. I'm like, haha, Fiona's <laughs> a cheerleader is a hilarious concept. That is way too tacky for her. Yeah. Um, and by too tacky, I just mean Degrassi Spirit Squad. Carly, don't don't text me <laughs> about this. I mean, text me because I love you. But like, don't text me about this. I know that cheerleading is not tacky. I just mean Degrassi Spirit Squad. Have you seen their outfits? Yeah. I mean, hello. The glitter uniforms, please. Jesus. <laughs> also, like no one can do anything. Whatever. Anyway. Also, changing it to Power Squad, please. Whatever. We haven't actually seen Spirit Squad, Power Squad in a quite some time i think they forgot about it yeah another forgotten degrassi sport <laughs> just so many in the long list um yeah, i don't know if we have a lot of athletes left yeah you know, except maybe owen owen gross katie yeah oh god i have so many thoughts about katie's soccer next episode i'm so excited to get into that <laughs> with you because i have n- almost no opinions at all i'm like soccer cool seems boring whatever yeah anyway anyway that's no i don't remember any fashion yeah um all right fiona and her mom fiona's freaking out because she has no friends yep and her mom's like you're gonna do great and she's like yeah and then they hug and they're just like i don't know i just love their relationship (laughs) they're like in a really good place it's really just comforting um and then katie is doing morning announcements but she's doing them as a walk and talk basically which is an interesting choice um especially since like they don't even have like a dolly. It's just like a guy holding a camera. I'm like, this must be so shaky. Yeah. Um, Our morning announcements, they we had like a class that people joined to do it. And they would pre-record all of them literally just during the period that they had class. They would just go all over campus and try to like make it interesting. And it was never interesting, but it took up a lot of time in the homeroom. So there was that. <laughs> I have no memory of morning announcements. I'm pretty sure I didn't have homeroom. I actually don't know if I had homeroom. We either. had home. We, we just had homeroom we had in block- middle school. Yeah, we had homeroom in middle schools too. Yeah, we actually we just had block scheduling, so all of our classes were like two hours long. No, we just went right into first period, and I don't think we ever had announcements. They would just. But also, like, what were they going to announce for my school? We called it the bulletin. And it was, like, a 15-minute video. Oh, see, we also didn't, like, do videos or anything. It would would just be, like, over a loudspeaker. So, yeah, I don't know. Morning announcements. Not a thing that I recall. I don't know. Chelsea listens to this. Chelsea, if you remember morning announcements, correct me. I only remember because it was a lot of teenage boys, like, who thought they were funny. No, that's the worst kind of teenage boy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's all the kid, all the dudes who would join, like, fucking video production, whatever, class. It was, like, AV club dorks who yeah. thought they were funny. Ugh, Probably, so like, budding comedians. <laughs> a true nightmare thought. Um, and, like, the odd, like, guy on the football team who joined it, because it was, like, an easy class, and he'd just stand there. <laughs> And be yeah. like and read like something really mono like monotonely. <laughs> I I took um like a video production course or I tried to as an elective and I went to one class and I looked around me and I said I hate every single person in this room mm-hmm. and dropped the class. Yeah, I was like, no, I can't I can't do a semester of this. Basically, I cannot. That is not a thing. <laughs> I cannot handle it. 
cool gonna do another study hall um and now all right so we did <laughs> the walk. like barely made it into this episode listen it's because i'm steering this shit so we are really just not staying on course um imogen wants to befriend fiona yeah so which i think oh yeah we're in like sense. science class yeah right? So Imogen wants to befriend Fiona, which I think makes sense because Fiona gets along with Eli. And, yeah. And I don't know. I like I'm now as this episode unveils, I become very endeared towards Imogen and I start to really get it. Yeah. Same. Um, so Imogen wants to befriend Fiona, but Fiona's being kind of a dick about it. And she's like, oh, I promised that girl over there that I'd sit with her. And Marisol's kind of being a pal. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, come over here. I'll be so mad at you if you don't sit with me. Um, and then Fiona and Marisol are like chit chatting and Marisol says something shitty about Imogen. She like calls her a freak or something. And I was like, meh. Yeah. I don't care for Ugh. that. Marisol is the worst. The worst. Um, and Connor's back. Oh yeah. Connor's back. Connor is back. And Woo. He, <laughs> um, and as he, we were told. <laughs> yes. And he's like, um, you know, uh, why aren't you sitting with Allie to Claire? And oh, she's yeah. like, we're not friends anymore because she, like, sucks, whatever. She, like, made out with my boyfriend. And he's like, oh, then who's your best friend now? And he had this face that I was like, he wants her to say him. And she did not take that bait. And she goes, I guess Jake. And I'm like, that's, that makes sad. me sad. <laughs> that makes me sad. Like, your boyfriend shouldn't be your best friend. Like, they can be your friend and your good friend, whatever. But like you or they can be like, oh, I'm marrying my best friend. He's my best. They can be your best friend, but also like have other friends, have other ha- friends. He shouldn't be your only friend. No, absolutely not. And she has no other friends. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. Because like she hasn't hung out with Adam in a while. And she and the only time she ever hangs out with Adam is when she's complaining about something, which is like not a good, not a friendship. <laughs> Honestly, if I was Adam, I wouldn't want to be Claire's friend either. Me neither. Although I don't know why he'd want to be Dave's friend, but that's that's a, a whole, different that's issue. A whole other scenario. <laughs> let's be real. Also, what's going on with Dave? Anyway, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Dave hit puberty, and it's just been a real train wreck. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he had sex, and so now he's all different. Now I guess. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's different. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, she's like, Jake's my best friend. I'm like, oh, Jake's your only friend, and that's a real bummer. Um, and then we're with Maya, who I love. And this, was it when we're in band? No. Oh. She is in the hallway. Oh, is this when she meets Zig? Yeah, she is in the hallway. Oh, yeah. And Zig comes over, and he's like, pretend I know you. Pretend you're my girlfriend. And she's like, what? And he's like, save my life. And so they do that, basically. And it's like a flirty thing, and he introduced himself. And I don't remember his last name, but I wrote cool name flirty guy. Yeah. Zig something. Zig something. Zig. Oh, it's Zig. Oh, no. I don't remember. I don't remember. No. But whatever. He has like one of those cool guy kind of names. And he asks her to go to the dot. And he's like, there's this place called the dot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, anytime anyone on the show tries to pretend that they don't know what the dot is. I'm like, you know, it's the only thing in this entire town. Right. (laughs) Yeah, and you then... You go to the dot or you go to the, like, Vespa store. like, <laughs> Or you go to above the dot. <laughs> above the dot. These are all of your options. Or freaking... What's that club? That Fiona... That shitty club that Fiona 
goes to what did we oh, call right. it oh right oh my god um oh god what is <laughs> i don't remember what it's actually called but <laughs> but we what the hell are we, we had calling? like a weird name for I it i can't remember it's already lost from my brain because i never want to think about it <laughs> me neither anya's dumb club <laughs> like sweaty basement club <laughs> <laughs> you know i've already forgotten it's existence. t-shirt um, time club i don't know <laughs> ed hardy <laughs> jtl um <laughs> or gtl rather my bad um let's see so then is this when she goes into the band room and then fucking tori and nope. tristan okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here um and then we are with Fiona, who is talking to Katie, um, and, Marisol. Katie and Marisol, being all social climbery. Yeah, and they're like telling her about how there's a lot of rumors about her, and she's like, some of them are probably true, unclear. I don't know. That stuff happens. Ew. And then Katie, not Katie, is it Katie or no? Marisol refers to Katie as her BFF. She's like, we're BFFs, and I was like, who? What? Who says BFFs? I don't enjoy that. <laughs> I did not care for that. I don't know. Thing. It's high school. I would give that a pass in high school. Ugh, I won't. <laughs> no, thank you. Disagree. Um, and Fiona's like, I'm gonna throw a party, I guess, because that seems like a good plan. Oh yeah. She's My like, she's like, I'll get it catered. My mother will foot the bill. I'm like, I mean, I guess and she's not a, even gonna be there. I guess this is a good way to purchase friends. Whatever. Yeah. That's kind of Fiona's whole thing. That is a true fact. Do you remember <laughs> when she literally bought Holly J's like time? Basically. <laughs> it was a weird arrangement. Yup. Yes. Um, okay. Now we're in band. Now we're in band. <laughs> and we find out that Maya is an award-winning cellist. Yes. And we also meet Tori and Tristan. And, and Tori is, yeah. I guess not Angie, but it's the actress who played Angie. Yes. Um, she's improved. <laughs> she has. She's gotten much better as an actress. Proud of her. <laughs> also, again, missed opportunity to not just make her Angie, but right. But then whatever. they'd have to bring Joey back, and that would be a whole thing. She could have lived with Snake again, like Connor. I don't know that he he's basically just opening up an orphanage at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, and then we learn there. Yeah, then they. I don't remember what they say, but they're like, "Oh, you know Zig," and they give her like the stink eye because they saw Maya talking to Zig. I guess. Yeah. Um. Because apparently, like Zig broke Tori's heart or whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's and there's just like attitude happening, and that's generally (laughs) the gist. Um. And then Fiona is walking and Eli approaches her and because he hears her on the phone he's with Imogen and he hears her on the phone um talking about a part about about the party party, talking about like planning the party and he hears her on the phone and she he's like party what's happening blah 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 and she's like ditching him basically which is rude yeah with Imogen and he's like I can't go anyway I have a spin class which is is hilarious hilarious (laughs) like I love that Eli is suddenly very into biking in all forms (laughs) also like anytime someone that you don't expect does spin it like brings joy to my heart (laughs) like my my dad it was like five years ago so he was like in his early 60s 
got like really into spin for really? like yeah <laughs> it was very strange and out of character and he got like really into spinning for like a summer that's hilarious <laughs> it <was> so funny <laughs> just like it was like five years ago just like <laughs> I would get random texts about spin class oh my gosh and I was like okay dad what it my like Vietnam vet dad like what are you doing um, but it's for the endorphins yes the dog is just climbing on the computer she's just a real nut can you sit There we go. Now she's now she's in my lap and she's happy again. <laughs> Joy is back in her tiny little doggy. Um, but he's like, I have spin. And does he say it's because like endorphins and I think he stuff? does. Yeah, I don't know. And then he's like, but Imogen would like to go. Like hint, yeah. hint. And which Imogen, I guess they're just pals now. Are they more than pals? No, uh, they're pals. Yeah, they're just pals. Because they had that conversation when yeah. he was doing all of his mea culpas. Yeah. Um. So they're like pals now. But he's like, you should invite Imogen. Hello. And Imogen totally picks up Fiona's no invite signal and is like, I don't think Fiona wants me at her like cool kid party. Yeah. And Eli, like, I don't know if he's just like laying on the guilt or like just genuinely doesn't think that Fiona can be like such a shitty, shallow person. Yeah. But he's like, no, Fiona would never do something like that to you. Yeah. She would never ditch like her friends for like cool kids. Why? Why would she not invite you? I feel like he's being facetious. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like genuine disbelief because he and Fiona have such a good relationship. I guess that's true. Like she's never like she's always like helped him. She's never steered him wrong. She was the first person to forgive him like with almost true. You know, like his his relationship to Fiona is very different than I think a lot of people's relationship to Fiona. Yeah. So I feel like it would genuinely surprise him if she was like. Yes, that's odd. true. Yeah, and then, so then Fiona kind of gets backed into a corner and is like, okay, fine. Yeah, she totally caves, and then Fiona's, uh, and then Imogen's like, oh, I'm so happy. I, like, I always really wanted us to be friends, and it's really sweet. And then they're talking about, like, Fiona's rehab and how, like, it made her, like, readjust her, like, priorities and, like, made her better. And Imogen goes, maybe I should go to rehab. Yeah. Um, and then Imogen is, uh, she doesn't, I don't remember what she does, but she has some sort of like very theatrical, dramatic reaction towards the end of the scene. And they just like stare at her blankly. Um, (laughs) I do not remember that, but I'm, but I'm finding myself to be more and more endeared by her and her weird dramatic flares. Same. (laughs) Like, I get it. Sean, I apologize. Um, okay. Moving on. Jake and Drew are friends now. And Drew and Owen right. are being real gross and being like, you live with your girlfriend. Are you guys banging? Yeah. Basically. Bleh. And Jake's like, uh, no, what? bye. And, and then Claire comes well, over. Well, then Claire comes over and they're like, okay, we got to go. And then she's like, what were you guys talking about? And then he tells her. And then is this when she's like, well, I always thought I would wait until marriage, but maybe I don't have to. Maybe we should talk tonight or yeah, something she's like, like that. Yeah, she's like, let's talk. And he's like, He's okay. like, Okay. Because he's a teenage boy. Yep. And that is generally the gist. But also barf. <laughs> yes. Um, and Marisol and Katie are super mean girls. Oh, totally. And it's obnoxious because honestly, undeservedly, they both kind of suck as humans. They are terrible. Um, but Fiona is like, she, Fiona needs to be better. I'm like so yeah. mad at her throughout this whole thing. And it's just like, 
Ugh, it's super annoying. Her without Holly J is not a good look. She's like panicking and is like kind of going back to like social climber ways. Yeah. And like wants to align herself with who she sees as like the strongest group. Pretty much. And it's not great. But she does tell them that she had to invite Imogen. Yeah. So she's like, think of it as a social experiment. Yeah. Which not much better. No. Um, but then Katie, because the thing is, like, I feel like Marisol brings out the worst in Katie. Oh, totally. Because then Katie, like, turns around and is such a good sister to Maya. I know. Who's, like, dealing with, like, th- these these two people in my band class are like, this guy that you like is a real jerk. And I'm like, he's really nice to me, though. And Katie just, like, gives her sisterly advice. Yeah. And she's like, you should talk to him about it. I don't know. Something. Pretty much. <laughs> um, and then we're at the party. It hasn't quite started yet. Kiana is... Imogen gets there early so yeah. they can get ready together. Yeah. I think she had invited... When she invited Imogen, she was like, you should even come over early and we can get ready together or Exactly. Something. Which I thought was her being nice, but now I realize it's very much ulterior motives. Yeah. Um, but Fiona does have a funny line like... Right before Imogen gets there, she's talking to the caterer because the caterer put the sushi out too early. She goes, I'm trying to make friends, not poison them. Yeah. <laughs> Which made me laugh. Um, and then she, and then Imogen gets there in her crazy outfit. And then Fiona's like, actually, why don't you borrow something of mine? Because she and just wants she, to make her look more conventional. And then she straight up is like, I mean, yeah, don't give these girls another reason to make fun of you, kind of, basically. Yeah. But, I mean... I kind of appreciate how she's being slightly transparent with Imogen about the situation, but it doesn't make it less shitty, I guess. Agreed. Like, like it could be more. She could be being more shitty, but she's still being shit. She's just being less shitty than she could be. I don't know if that makes sense. It makes sense. Um, But yeah. And so, yeah, she's like, borrow some of my clothes. Whatever. And then does the party start now? No. Um, <laughs> now we are with Claire, who's talking to Jake. And she's like, I'm ready for sex. But I need to make sure I'm ready. We have to do oh my this God. quiz. She's like, let magazine. me grab the magazine. And I'm like, Ugh. if you need to consult a magazine to figure out if you're ready to have sex, you're not ready to have sex. Seriously. Like, don't do the Cosmo quiz to decide. Oh, please. my God. Um, and then, and then we're at the party and the DJ for the party super sucks, like hilariously <laughs> bad, but also like, it's are we a, surprised the party in a condo? What are you doing? Like, why are you having a DJ? What is happening? I once had a friend who had a Halloween party at his house and he had a fucking DJ there and there were not enough people there to have a DJ. It was really awkward and That's hilarious. Hilarious. And so I can only sad. imagine we were like. I think we were in 11th grade. I don't remember. It was really weird. And I can only imagine what that DJ was thinking. There were like maybe like 20 people there. It wasn't a lot of people. Really? It was so, oh God. It's really embarrassing to think about now because it's like that didn't stop us from dancing with each other. Well, no, obviously there's a DJ there. You got to at least like make it count. Oh God. Wow. Shout out to all to all my high school friends who were there. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um and 
then Katie and Marisol are talking to Fiona and they're like, we should make you chair of like the party planning committee because this is so great, whatever. Right. I'm like, well, yeah, she can throw money at things and she has good taste. But and then I Im- just don't want them to be friends so much that I'm like, stop this. And then Imogen walks in and is all like made over, right? It's very much she's all that. Very she's all that. And then someone is also like, should we play a game? And then Imogen suggests something. She suggests charades and right. the Marisol is immediately super mean to her. Yeah. And then. And then she's like, truth or dare? And right. they're like, okay. Because for some <laughs> reason, like all TV shows think truth or dare is going to be sexy when it's really just like stupid really dumb <laughs> um and then we are back to the magazine quiz <laughs> damn it i think i wrote down questions too did you write any down i did not um <laughs> but like she i know that one of the questions was like something about soulmates and jake like laughs out loud and so did i and claire is like answer the question he's like sure i guess soulmates and yeah. i was like yes it's very convincing oh, yeah, i was like do you think we're soulmates uh or do you believe in so- i don't remember what the no, question I think it was. was like are we soulmates basically. right he's like i mean i guess why not sure yeah, <laughs> hella convincing and there was one also about like how do you feel when you or how like what do you feel about the thought of having sex or i don't like, remember what are your expectations for us having sex how do you think you're going to feel right and i'm like that is so weird like that's just so weird he's like i don't know good yeah <laughs> and she's like yeah he's unsatisfied he and she's like are you kidding like this is a big deal and blah, 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 blah. and then she like storms off yeah yeah, it, it doesn't go super well. Which, hello, you're not ready to have sex if you're consulting a fucking magazine no. quiz. No. She, also, she's just, like, so dramatic. And it's she unreal. has way too high of expectations for this. She's like, this is going to be one of the most important moments of your life, and it has to be so special, and la, 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 which I understand, but it's also Claire's so drama. She is so, so drama. So, and so drama. not ready for sex. Jesus. Oh, God, not ready at all. Um, and then Maya and is waiting for Zig at the dot and Zig comes in and it's like, oh, let's grab a table. And Dave steals their table and is like, no, Niners <laughs> leave. Um, and that is our only Dave cameo. Yeah. But he's wearing that black leather hat again. Oh, God. Yeah. That's a look. And then does Maya like ask him about Tori? Yeah. And- she's like, I made some not friends in my band class who yeah. seem to know you. And Zig looks very sad. He's like, like, oh, they went to my middle school. I'll explain everything. Also, and then I we keep... don't get to hear the explanation, which is weird. No, but we hear it kind of later. Yeah. Um, we, we get like it alluded to. Also, like as soon as he said middle school, I was like, oh, right. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. They're oh, yeah. ninth grade. <laughs> These are children. These are little babies. Yeah. Um, Middle school. Oh, my God. <laughs> middle school boyfriends are a hilarious joke. Oh, my God. Um, and then we're back at the party and they're doing all the truth or dare things and somebody kisses somebody. Can't remember who. Not relevant. I don't remember. Either. Oh, no. It was it. like somebody... Marisol asks Owen who he wants to kiss most in the room. And he says her. Yeah. And she's like, bye. She's like, lol, no, which I get it. Um, and then they ask Fiona truth or dare. And someone like walks by and is like, girls, I always choose truth. It's yeah, it boring. was Drew. He was like, girls are boring. They always pick truth, which honestly, I think truth is probably more interesting, but fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, 
and she's like dare and then fucking owen dares her to chug a bottle of tequila and she's like no i no. and imogen tries to come to her rescue yeah but instead kind of outs her as an alcoholic which her intentions were good but her execution kind of sucked yeah and then fiona definitely and then, swings like back against it and it's like what are you talking about yeah well but also like marisol's like oh my god imogen that's so mean and fiona's like yeah why would you say something like that and then she like makes an excuse about like not wanting to throw up at her own party right and then does she say something like these dares are boring or is yeah. that someone this else is boring we should do something big and then someone suggests a senior prank Oh, yeah. Because everyone is just trying to impress everyone else. Like, I feel like this because then because Katie's because Marisol's like, Katie, you have a key. And Katie's like, oh, I really don't want to do this. And they're like, please, it'll be so cool. And I'm like, oh, this entire party is just like everyone posturing for everyone else. Oh, 100 percent. It's like it's almost hard to watch, but it's also like the most high school thing. Also looking at it from the outside, you're like, oh, yeah, everyone just wants to impress literally everyone else at this party. Also, first day of school, way too early to do your senior prank. Isn't that doesn't usually come at the end of the year? It's an end of the year thing. Also, I have no idea what my senior prank was, if there even was one. Me neither. Literally. I don't know. Do not remember. I don't. I remember there was a class a couple years before mine. That when they were juniors, they did a junior prank before their senior prank where they spray painted dicks all over the school and said class of whatever is coming. It was (laughs) kind of funny, but also kind of gross. Both of those things. I like it. Um, I don't think we did one. That's the only prank I remember, and it wasn't even a senior prank. I don't know if we did one. We probably did. But honestly, my class was notorious for being the worst class ever. Um, A lot of rules were made because of us. That was a class after mine. Yeah, no, that was my class. Uh, So we really didn't need senior pranks because we had a whole bunch of shit going on. (laughs) Sometimes literally. My class was known as the the golden class. So like it's entirely possible we didn't even do one because or I just I truly don't remember. Honestly, could we both years ago? (laughs) Could we like both be more on brand? (laughs) (laughs) I think we've talked about this before. <laughs> it's just like almost hilarious. Like I told you that when we gra- when my class graduated middle school, our principal cried because <laughs> the, the next class was so bad. And she was like, no, you guys are leaving. Oh, my God. We just. Yeah, no, we were we were nightmares from day one. So, yeah, that was class of 2011. No. Luckily, I never had to like. Nothing was ever ruined for my class because they, but they just ruined things for all the classes that came after them. Yeah, that was us. Like class of 09, just because of a them, whole bunch of dicks, basically. The eighth graders after them couldn't go to like Sunsplash, which is a water park at the end of the year. And because of them, Why they couldn't go to water park. You couldn't go to Sunsplash for senior safe and sober grad night. And then they had to do it at some bowling alley. <laughs> Although apparently it was a really cool bowling alley. Honestly. I'd rather go to a bowling alley because I'm scared of brain-eating amoebas. Um, I don't know. Sunsplash was kind of the shit <laughs> when you were in middle school and high school. I believe you. Oh, we have a restless puppy. Hold on. <laughs> Did she just launch off of your butt? <laughs> I think it was also their fault where you couldn't go to like Six Flags for some reason either. I don't know. 
Anyway, we're anyway, getting extremely off topic. Everyone's trying to impress everyone else. They're doing a senior prank. They go to the school, and the next scene, everything is covered in tinfoil. And I'm like, cool right. prank, I guess. I don't know. And now everything's sure. micro- like, you can't microwave it? Whatever. Um, <laughs> and Imogen wants to explore. And Maris- and they're like, oh, I don't know. And Marisol's like, I'll come with you. And I'm like, oh, Marisol mm. is scheming. Oh, yeah. Imogen is trusting her because Imogen is sweet. But Marisol is scheming. Yeah. Um, and then Marisol comes, like, they, uh, someone is like, oh, cleaning crew is here. And Marisol comes running back and she's like, I don't know where Imogen went, so let's just leave. And they leave her. Like assholes. Like assholes. They fucking leave her. And I was like, something is Marisol's fault. I just don't know what yet. But I, like, Everything. after the last episode that was like, fake dark i was like did marisol kill her (laughs) did marisol kill imogen it was like it just crossed my mind for a second i was like no this is a different show i never thought that (laughs) it's like this is a different show i've also been like there's been a lot of like true crime and also unsolved mysteries in my life so i'm like that's just where my brain went guys golden state killer was caught hell yeah oh my god i'm so excited to read that book he lived in a town that was literally half an hour from where I lived. Which is still crazy. To also, me. all the attacks in Northern California were like a half an hour from where I grew up, too. It's super weird. Very weird. Um, oh, anyway, so Simpson was super pissed. And they caught Imogen, but she didn't rat anyone out because she's a goddamn peach. Yes. Which, again, I don't know why she didn't rat anybody out. <laughs> she should have. <laughs> <laughs> my next note. Wait, my next note is. So good. Um, okay, so then basically what happens is um, Katie comes over to Marisol and Fiona and basically is like, yeah, Imogen didn't rat us out, but she was caught and we do have to make sure she stays quiet because otherwise we're all fucked. And they basically enlist Fiona to go talk to her because Imogen is suspended and at home. Right. Um, and my next note is, Fiona brought snacks in a shitty attitude. <laughs> so that which is basically what happened. She brings her like a stale croissant and is being a dick. Right. He's basically like, you She's better like, not tell. Don't tell anyone. Thanks. Bye. Here's my here's a croissant. You better not tell. Although I'm pretty sure she like overpronounces it and is like, here's a croissant. She definitely says croissant. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, buddy, get it together. Um, Yeah, we get it. You lived in France. Super shitty. And oh, and that's when we find out from Imogen that she was locked. She went into the like into the theater to listen to her right. iPod and like enjoy the I don't know empty space <laughs> and the vibes of the theater. And Marisol ba- locked her in like a yeah. fucking asshole. Yeah, she doesn't explicitly say Marisol, but she says someone locked me in. And yeah, Marisol and like, it was definitely Marisol. did. Um, and then and Fiona's like, well, don't tell anyone. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Like you know just being like a real shit about it and mm-hmm. imogen says you were different last year and honestly that like hit she me was right in the heart. Yeah. she was she's being she's not starting this year off on a good foot no she's I like starting it, it from like a panicked shitty uh, i don't have any friends so i'm just gonna try to be as popular as i can because i don't know which like you already have a friend i know you already have a friend and Imogen is fine now. Yeah. And you're Fiona Coin. Why the fuck do you care what other people think about you? Yeah. You've already been through so much shit. You should just, I don't know. Yeah. High school is like, 
brings out the worst in people. Seriously. Um, and then we're with Zig and Maya, and Zig is offering to carry Maya's cello, and she says, a good musician never lets anyone else touch her intro instrument and then she says that sounded dirty didn't it and yes it did um and zig so zig's side of the tory story is basically that they went on a few dates and they split up you know because he wanted to be single for high school which like is valid i guess but also yes but also kind of like a non-reason yeah i it sounds like like of an excuse to break up with someone that you are kind of like not super stoked on yeah but it sounds like he's just a dumb boy he's like oh no someone told me that i should be single for high school so i'm just gonna be single for high school just in case i like (laughs) meet someone cool like you maya and she's like oh hard eyes and i'm like oh maya yeah, she's like, that makes sense because it benefits me. <laughs> Basically. Also, like, we've all made the zig mistake. Come on. We've, we've all fallen prey to, like, cute skater guy being like, I've made bad choices, but I like you a lot. Have we all? Or is this an <laughs> extremely targeted? <laughs> I'm not saying it's my entire dating history, but it is my entire dating history. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's be real <laughs> i was gonna divulge information that i'm not gonna divulge um anyway <laughs> and then maya's in the band room or whatever and she's talking to tori and she's like yeah zig told me what happened but and she says and i quote once you get over that maybe we can all be friends <laughs> like is I gasped aloud because I was like, oh, that is not a, that is, like, she doesn't mean anything, like, bad she by it, yeah. because she's just, like, kind of a sweet, like, naive, you know, never been in this kind of situation before, but, like, once you get over it, I'm like, oh, yeah. no, because <laughs> that could very easily be, like, a shitty person, like, yeah. fake nice saying yeah. a thing, and then, is this when Tori starts crying? Yes. Is that, yeah. And then she's like, I just don't know what I did. Blah. Or was that yeah. earlier? I don't remember. Basically. She, oh, no. She cries later. This is when they're about to fight. So oh, she's yeah. like, maybe we can all be friends. And then. Um, is this when she like spit something at her through her trombone? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm getting. Oh, I am getting. It's a French horn and I'm getting to it. No, I thought she had a trombone and uh, Tristan had a French horn. Oh, right. You're right. I just remembered at the French horn. Um, I just remember at the beginning of band, the teacher, or I guess it's Miss O, is like, and Tristan, you can play the French horn. He's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> no reason. What's I know. Wrong with like, the French horn? Why? Could have been an oboe. Fucking oboe. Anyway. I don't know why. Could have been a tuba. That would be yeah. the worst one. Or a trombone. Yeah, trombone's those, not those great. Those things are crazy long. Or like a bassoon? No, bassoon would be I the still worst. think tuba's the worst one. <laughs> tuba is the worst one. Because it also has like the cartoonish connotation of like... And it just like makes the sound of like a large person. So that could also be like a weird implication. <laughs> where you're like, you're going to play the tuba. You fucking tuba tube. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> fucking <laughs> you fucking tuba tube <laughs> and I start calling people that <laughs> put it on a shirt <laughs> you fucking tuba tube oh, 
I still say get it together, Trish. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> like, outside of the podcast. Just Me too. Life, and other people do not understand. <laughs> I'm like, you should listen to my podcast. You should listen to my podcast. It's literally a phrase that I coined. <laughs> <laughs> just quoting myself. <laughs> because I'm a narcissist. Oh, but then my the amount own- of times I've heard you say, I really like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I do, and I stand by it. Whenever someone, whenever I see like a meme or something about someone being like, oh, when you hear your own voice, I'm like, I don't have that problem. <laughs> it's great. I used to, but now I'm like, I mean, whatever. I hear it all the time when I edit this thing, so it doesn't sound weird to me anymore. But I'm not, like, in love with it. No, I'm super on board. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, no, I like it. I'm here for it. When we first started recording this, I was like, ugh. (laughs) Do I have a lisp? (laughs) (laughs) You do not. Can confirm. Um, Anyway. Anyway, so Maya says something about Tori leaving, like, 100 messages on um zigs like face range or whatever oh right and tristan goes it was only 50 and <laughs> goes sick and he's like what that's better than 100 which is <laughs> a valid point i love tristan me too <laughs> and then she spits the spit through the thing at her and then they fight so gross and it's truly disgusting <laughs> and then they fight it out yes right and then Jake and Claire are together and i don't give a shit Blah. and Jake is apologizing for not saying the right stuff and he's like, I was being immature. And Claire's like, no more immature than using a quiz to determine if you're ready to have sex. And Which, I was like, yes. duh. <laughs> duh. But then she's like, I'm ready. There's no reason to wait until we're married. Which I said, yikes. And Jake's face said, yikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Weird. Yeah. Real weird. And I'm like, you're not ready. You literally just said you were immature yeah to use a quiz to determine this yeah but apparently she's like that action was immature but i now that i realize that that was immature i've grown as a person i've grown as a person for the past 12 hours (laughs) i'm ready claire is drama claire is drama and also claire's an idiot um (laughs) basically just like we should have claire's drama shirts yes please i wonder if those exist in real life because they should. Honestly, we have so many good shirt ideas we really that do. we will never bring into fruition <laughs> because I feel like that's expensive and we don't have enough of a listener base. Yeah. To merit merch. <laughs> but, ooh, maybe we can make stickers. Ooh, stickers I would be super down for. We could. To- I feel like we could totally get do it stickers. together, Trish. We could do some ooh, get it together. I can ask our mutual friend Kyla to maybe design stickers for <gasps> us because she's been doing lots of shit with typography lately. Ooh, yeah, we could do like a get it together, Trish. We could do a Queen Quan. We yes. could do what was the tuba thing you just <laughs> said? <laughs> you fucking tuba tube. <laughs> you fucking tuba tube. <laughs> Claire's drama. Claire's drama. I'm sure there's more. There's definitely. <laughs> we could just do Hun. <laughs> yes. Um, are there any? Go- oh, um, Bummer oh, Times. Oh, no, Bummer Times. <laughs> at least there's, there's a party. party. <laughs> That's a really big sticker. <laughs> it might just have to say Bummer Times. Yeah. Bummer Times is good. Bummer Times, at least there's a party. Yeah. <laughs> is the most iconic. Um, or we could, or we could see if we could do like an illustration of Jay's dumb face when he's wearing Rick's glasses. Yes, and he's like smiling maniacally. <laughs> uh, I, I love how we're planning like hypothetical merch as we are recording this podcast. 
We are doing our best. Also, we, we haven't seen each other in a while. That's true. So this is like so also this is just already us. An, almost an hour long, and half of it has literally been us like catching up. <laughs> but you know what? We get complaints when they're too short. We never true. get complaints when they're too long. That's very true. So I'm fine with get it. Get together, Trish. Where are we? <laughs> um. See, this is what happens when I'm in charge. <laughs> so yeah, no reason to wait until we're married. Yikes. Um, and then Fiona is with Katie Marisol and they're like, how'd it go? And she's like, mission accomplished. And I'm like, mm. no, not, not really mission accomplished. And then isn't this when she's like, but Imogen said she was locked in. And then Marisol's like, um, and they're like, are you kidding me? Well, Marisol doesn't even say anything. She, so Fiona's like, Imogen's like claiming that she was locked in and Katie just, because she knows yeah. Marisol so well, just turns to Marisol and she's like, Mare, are, are you kidding, kidding me? me? And Mare's like, uh. I thought it would be funny. She's like, I did it for Fiona because she did that thing about you being an alcoholic. So I wanted to get back at her for you. And Fiona's like, I am an alcoholic. You're an asshole. Yeah. But whatever. And she feels bad. And and she's like, oh, my God, I didn't believe her. And I was so mean. And then is this when she's like, we need to go to Mr. Simpson and tell him that we were involved. It'll like lessen her sentencing of suspension yeah because we find out that she's suspended for a month yeah it's a fucking long ass time and then she's like they she he can't like suspend 20 seniors or he can't expel 20 seniors like we need to go into this together we got to come clean this is not fair to imogen and marisol and katie are like lol no they're like okay but then they but then they agree and i'm like oh yeah no this is not this is like oh yeah that's not happening but whatever and then um, Tori and Maya are in Mr. Simpson's office. My favorite thing about this is they are like explaining to him why they were fighting. And Simpson, out of like everything, is like most disappointed that they're fighting over a boy. Yeah. He's like, you guys are fighting over a boy. You're two smart girls and you're fighting over a boy. And I'm like, yes, I this is the her. man who helped raise Emma Nelson. Yes. <laughs> Although her entire brand is just like fighting over a boy. Truly. Um, and then my note is, mm, Zig maybe sucks. Yeah. But also Tori sucks. But this is when Tori starts crying. And she's like, I don't know what I did. Right. And like, girl, we have all been there. Yeah. Because she literally didn't do anything. It's we find out. Because then doesn't Maya go talk to him? And he's like, I, did, I broke up with her because high school. Oh, yeah. That's when that's when we find out about the high school. But he did tell he did tell Maya that they only went on a few dates. And then it just like didn't pan out. Right. That's what he said earlier. And now when she talks to him again, he like tells her more of the true story. Yeah. But but Tori's basically like we were dating and he like pulled the rug out from under me and just like ghosted on me in the middle of our middle school. Yeah, basically. And then and then is this when Maya talks to Zig and then she's like, you should not yet. First, Jake is reading Sizzletine in class. Oh, boy. And then Mr. Perino takes it from him. And, like, reads the question aloud. And it's oddly specific to Jake's situation. (laughs) Yeah, it's about, like, should you have sex with a girl? Or it's like, this girl had sex with a boy who said he was going to be with her forever. But then he wasn't. And la, la, la. Or something like that. And, like, Mr. Perino, like, turns it to a lesson that Bianca, like, nails and yeah. is basically she's like making really good points and she ba- she's basically like 
it doesn't matter if that they didn't stay together. It matters that he knew that they wouldn't stay together, but he let her believe that they would. Right. And he took advantage of the it situation. Was manipulative. Yeah. And Bianca kills it. And then Jake's like, rut row. <laughs> and then are we with Fiona? No, then we're with Imogen and Fiona. Okay. Um and Fiona's like trying to apologize and it's just not happening, whatever. Um and then Fiona and Marisol and Katie? N- not yet. Sorry, no. This is when this is when they agree. So first Fiona's talking to Imogen. I'm switching things around. First Fiona's <laughs> talking to Imogen. Um and she's like, I'm so sorry. And Imogen's like, I'm suspended for a month and on probation forever. Go fuck yourself. Right. And then Fiona, this is when Fiona convinces finally Marisol and Katie to go to Mr. Simpson. And they're like, sure. Because my note is Marisol is deaf going to sabotage this. Yeah. And then we're with Jake and Claire and the teddy. Oh, God. And they're both so dumb. Claire brings a fucking teddy to school like a dummy. Like, just what the fuck are you? Any- and they agree they're going to have sex that night, basically. Yeah. And Jake is definitely feeling guilty and weird and conflicted. But also, yeah, he's a then, boy. Because he is this when he goes over to her locker and he's like, just so you know, like, I don't want this to mean like, I don't this doesn't mean that we're going to get married someday or like, I don't know if we are going to get married someday. La la la. And Claire's like, I mean, yeah, like. I wouldn't be having sex with you if I didn't think that we would probably be getting married someday. But, like, I understand that you're, like, not there yet. But as long as you're committed right now, then that's all that matters or, like, something but stupid like which that. Which is what her words say. But her face yes. is different. Yes. And Jake's like, oh, boy. Pretty much. Um, and then we're with Zig and Maya. And Zig tells the whole story and he's like junior high drama and i'm like lol junior high um and then he says and she's like and like she's like you should talk to her about it because she feels really bad and she still really obviously likes you which like definitely perks his interest yeah he goes well we did date for nearly a month right and then i like (laughs) scream laughed um and then my next note is zig seems slimy yeah a little bit yeah. Um, and then or like we're... fourteen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's both. Yeah. Why? Why not both? Jorge <laughs> um, Nolos does. <laughs> and then we are in Simpson's office with Marisol and um, Katie and Fiona. And Marisol and Katie immediately just throw Fiona under the fucking bus before Fiona even gets a chance to say anything. Well, Fiona starts coming clean and then Katie and Marisol are like, and that's why we wanted to make sure that we told you about it. When she told us about it, we were shocked. La la la. It's totally throwing her under the bus. And also question how at this point in time with all the crazy security they have metal they have detectors. Had, they've literally had this problem before with Holly J. They've had. How does the school not have cameras? They literally have metal detectors. I don't how understand. How does the school not I don't have understand. cameras? Also, why didn't you bring up Katie's key? She's, she should have been like, how do you think we got in? Katie let us in with her key. End of story. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Oh, whatever. And then Maya is outside the school waiting for Zig. 
And Zig comes over and she's like, hey, you ready to go? Blah, blah, blah. All sweet and excited. And I'm like, oh, no, they obviously got back together. Oh, yeah. And Zig's like, yeah, we got back together. Poor Maya. Yeah. Maya doesn't deserve this. No. And Tori's kind of a dick about it. Yeah. But I think Tori's like, we should all be friends now or something like that. Yeah. Right. But she like definitely gives her like a look. Because mm-hmm. cause also Zig was like, yeah, I hope you're OK. Because like Tori told me that you're kind of into me. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. And then Maya's like, what? Me? No, I'm not. What are you talking about? We're she friends. thought that? Oh, my God. It's so funny because we're just friends. And Ugh. I was like, oh, my, my heart hurts for it's you. It's such a bummer. More of a bummer. Claire and Jake almost have sex. There's candles involved. Uh, um, she said forever. So he starts bugging out and it is bad. And then you're like, I can't do this. And, then and he like bounces. fucking bails. Which, thank God, though. <laughs> and then Fiona confronts Katie and is a super badass. Yeah. She's awesome. And it brought me a great deal of joy. I don't remember what happened. Me but either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember specifics. It's been a while since I watched this. Um, and then we're having a really awkward breakfast with Claire and Jake because they still live together. Claire is so dramatic. She's so drama. Um, and then they break. She breaks up with him. Yeah. But basically, he's like, I think that sex is going to complicate things and we're still going to have to be family if we break up. And exactly. And if we break up and we've had sex and you lost your virginity to me, that's going to change gonna everything. It's going to be weird. This is the most rational anyone on the show. Has yes. Ever and then Claire's like, well, if we're going to break up eventually, let's just get it out of the way now. And then, like, as they're having this conversation, their parents come in. They're like, we thought we'd go to, like, the market or something. Spend the day as a family. And yeah. I'm like, oh, boy. And then Jake, like, jumps up to go. And then Claire's, like, crying. And they're like, Claire, are you coming? And then she, like, wipes a tear away and, like, puts a smile on her face. And is like, yeah, I'm ready. And it's so dramatic and crazy. So dramatic. Um, and then we are in cleanup detention time with Fiona and Imogen. Imogen. And Fiona is sad and so sorry and goes on a whole, like, rant about how sad and sorry she is. And Imogen is like... How am I supposed to stay mad at you when you're such a sad sack? And I'm like, oh, I love this. I know. And then they decide to be friends mm-hmm. and they're going to try to get back at Katie and Marisol. Hell yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Imogen's like, time for me to give you a makeover. And she just like wraps her in saran wrap. <laughs> it's very cute. It's really cute. And I like here for their friendship. Yeah, me too. That's the episode. Yay. Spirit, Spirit Squad. Squad. Fiona eventually. Yeah, sure. Fiona eventually. Um, Maya, Jake, a little kinda. bit for knowing when to fucking end this thing. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, Eli for taking up spinning. <laughs> <laughs> um, ship. I friendship Imogen and Fiona. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Moral of the episode: Don't try to change other people. Yeah. Don't try to change yourself for other people. Yeah. Both of those. Don't have sex with your stepbrother. <laughs> Is that a moral or just more of a no, fucking no your limits. No when it's time to end something. There you go. I love it. Mm. All right. I think we have enough morals. So many morals. Um. All right. Grapevine. I know we have a lot. Yep. All right. We have many tweets. First of all, I was correct, and I remembered properly 
guy who plays Owen, misogynist and white supremacist. Yeah, awful, awful person. Shitty person. Attractive to look at. But uh, that's about Not that great. Nope. <laughs> um, let's see. We also got a, we got a series of tweets from... Uh, Sorry, all of a sudden my nose got really stuffy. <laughs> we got a series of tweets from Britt at GotCGS. Um, and she says, where was Degrassi pod? That's us. Back in 2004 when I was running an Aubrey Graham fan site, honestly, four question marks. Which, girl, please send me like everything that you have. Because she said, <laughs> I just re- uh, retweeted. She sent us a screenshot from like the Wayback way back machine. machine. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. I want to know everything. Also, she, she interviewed, interviewed him, him, right? Yeah. Like, please send us everything that you have. It's amazing. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> and then we have something from Anne Elizabeth who says, Ryan, Marissa, or Seth Summer. I feel like the only person in the world who wasn't really endeared to Seth and Summer's bickering all the time. You are um, wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. Seth and Summer all the way. Seth and Summer forever. Totally. Jesus. What are you thinking? I'm I'm joking. <laughs> Don't stop listening to our podcast. We love you. But also, you're wrong. What? Were you a Summer and Zach shipper? I feel like she was a Seth and Anna Anna shipper. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. They did make sense on paper. Don't get me wrong. They did on paper. But then, as we saw, they were, like, the same person. And it was boring. Yeah. (laughs) You can't date your same person situation. Am I dating the female me? (laughs) That's gross. And he was. He was. Um... All right. What else? Um, that's it. That's all the tweets. <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We also have a couple emails. The first one is from Caitlin, who sends us a theory. I have a weird theory that the reason Sav and O got written into a relationship storyline is because they were banging IRL. Both of them in post-interviews made comments about how Savo was their favorite ship on the show and they had moony eyes over each other and mentioned each other further on in, in, in the interviews. Long sentence. This is my own theory with a solid zero amount of Googling and just a rampant wild imagination. I would believe it. Maybe. I yeah, don't know. I sure. believe it. I don't know why the fuck else you would think it was a good ship because it was stupid as hell. Yeah. No, I think that they, I, I honestly, I accept this as canon. And then we also have an email from Kirsten that is also kind of theory based and it's called a Bianca J connection. Okay. So I'm not saying there's a connection between Bianca and J. I'm just saying I noticed that Bianca's orange car is suspiciously similar to another wrong side of the tracks with a heart of gold oral sex loving ravine rats orange car. My mind tells me it's not the same car because it's not, but my heart has brewed up a headcanon about Bianca and Jay knowing each other and growing up together and Jay being Bianca's mentor and Bianca and Alex being like sisters. And I just thought I'd share interesting choice to have them both have similar orange cars. What do you guys think? Also, if you could predict or, okay. So orange car note, I think we've talked about that before. Yeah. But yeah, I do think it's funny how they both have orange cars. Because <laughs> who has or who has an orange car? I did. Did you? Yeah, my Jeep was orange. Oh, it well, wasn't that I feel color like orange, but it was it was very much. orange. I feel like it's less weird for a Jeep to be orange. Yeah. than like a sedan. <laughs> That's a fair point. It was a Jeep Wrangler. It was like it was like rust orange though. It wasn't like yeah. It's orange. not like bright like macaroni and cheese orange. No, don't get me wrong. It was bright as fuck. I was not like a subtle driver <laughs> in the world i was driving a giant orange box but you know um 
But also, she says, also, if you could predict or write storylines for the rest of the season, not using any knowledge you have on future episodes, what would you want to see happen and where would you take storylines slash ships? Um, I want to see more of this Fiona, Imogen, Eli friendship. I yes. don't want it to change. Please don't make anyone fuck anyone. I'll be upset. <laughs> um, I want to see more Tristan. Yes. Um, let's be real. We, well, I mean, I already know that we have Eclair coming back around, so I'm excited for whatever that brings. Honestly, same. I don't know how I'm I bored feel with about Claire it. and Jake because uh, it got weird. It got real <laughs> weird. It was very healthy, which made for bad television. And then it, it got, got unhealthy, and, and then I hated it. <laughs> and I hated it for entirely different reasons. Yes, mostly because gross. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all that we have. Uh, if you would like to be featured on a future Grapevine segment. Maybe one to the review? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to be featured on a future Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod or on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can tweet or you can, we're on Tumblr, whateverittakespodcast.tumblr.com. You can email us, whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend? I am going to recommend the reality show terrace house it's a japanese reality show it's on netflix it's amazing um it's it's the way that it is that i can describe it sounds really boring but it's actually very endearing and very cute in that it's literally like six strangers three boys three girls are picked to like live in a house for like a short amount of time but the show also cuts to like a room full of like commentators who all like gab about like what's happening on the show and it's really funny so i'm recommending terrace house nice uh i'm gonna recommend a coen brothers movie that i watched pretty recently a serious man it's great watch it i have nothing else to add about that just it's really good cool um all right well that is all that we have for you guys today Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.